my number one it's my number one comedy inspiration <laughs> is the movie spring breakers where it all started eh <clears throat> oh yeah absolutely you want to put that want to put that so we uh we roll in here well the thing about this podcast is is that it could start at any time oh i like that like Don't be afraid to speak into the mic either. Voyaging into the unknown. Here. Yeah. All right, let's get. Let's get mic'd up. Let's get closer together because that's it's twenty twenty four. It's the year of closeness. It is. It is twenty twenty four, and it's kind of serendipitous that it's like twenty twenty four because you're twenty and I'm twenty four. Exactly. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm still in my 20s. Yeah, me too. Like, loving it. Living what, it and loving it. What do you like most about being in your 20s? Um, probably all the casual sex and drugs. Now, here's what I love. I love the casual drugs. The casual drugs. The casual drugs. I love having a casual heroin addiction. I can pick it up or put it down anytime I want. You can, you can, take, you can stick it in, you can take it out. Exactly. It's exactly like casual sex. It is a lot like casual sex, casual heroin addiction. I'll have to try that myself sometime. So, so how is how's your new year been so far, David Fenwick? Uh, it's been a little bit rainy, um, but it's all on the up and up, you know. I'm, mm-hmm. getting, I'm getting some vitamin D from the sun now. Oh, yeah, you are. You dirty dog, I'm, I'm you. I'm taking that D. Oh, you dirty dog, you. Yeah. Oh, man. How's your year been so far? Oh, I got my car towed. Oh, shit. Well, I paid for it to be towed. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's all right then. Well, it's not because now I need a new car. So you got your car towed. Well... Are you getting a new car? No, I'm not getting a new car, no. Because oh. I wasted all my money on getting the car towed. Oh, of course. And now you can't afford to... Get a car. Get a car. Well, at, your car got towed. My car got fingered. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the headlights went out on it. Mm. And um, my, my mother's partner, who, you know, I usually despise, he's not my father. He's not my real father. No, he's not. But he, he's sh- not. he taught me how to change the headlight in the car and I was forever grateful. That's a wonderful story. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you have many more stories on today's show. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good it one, is. David. It is. I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, would you say that to destroy comedy, mm-hmm. some sort of comedy would first have to exist? 
Well, that's the question I've always asked everyone: is does comedy actually exist? I, I'm yet to be convinced. I mean, I've certainly laughed at things and I've certainly found things funny, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's kind of like the flat Earth theory. It is. It I've is. certainly laughed at the flat Earth. Yeah, but does that mean it's comedy? <laughs> no, no, it falls a little. Uh, I won't. I won't. I won't make that. No, no, make it. No, uh, make it falls it. a little flat. The flat Earth humor. Yeah, the there, flat you, go, Earth there you go. There you go. Maybe that's why. Flat. Maybe that's why they call it the flat Earth. I think so. I think so. Uh, you know, uh, you watch this at home and it looks kind of low budget. But now that I'm here, I can see there's actually a lot of money has gone into making it look low budget. Well, that's the thing. I, wa- I have a lot of money. Oh. I did have a lot of money, but I wasted it all on getting a toad. Yeah. Because yeah. I wanted this show to be authentically low budget. I see. I see. So I, had, I had my car towed into a, a lumberyard. So you had your oh so I'll salvage for parts. <laughs> was the the car was made of wood? The car was made of wood. Yeah, it was, it was it was a wooden car. It got me around. It it worked. All right, it worked. And you did, but it didn't need a horse to to pull it. It wasn't a horse and wagon. No, it, was just a, it ran on horse. Oh, you know how there's oil. Yeah, this ran on horse oil. Oh wow, wow! I Isn't it just? Interesting concept. It is. I am on a horse milk cleanse. You are? Yep. Does that mean that you're using horse milk to cleanse your body or you're giving up horse milk? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to cleanse my body of all the horse milk I had. Yeah. It's milk made from horse. Oh, so it's not the horse from... It's not the... It's not the milk from a horse's nipple. It's Horses don't make milk that way. You've like, got to make horses into milk. They're like soybeans, right? Yeah, they're like yeah. soybeans. I look at horse and I think soybean. Everyone says nut to the cup, but it's always vegans. You think vegans would like soybeans? You would think so, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. Well, that's what I, I always, before I, uh, before I came to Melbourne, like, I thought the Melbourne Cup was like a, you know, some sort of lactose-free uh, almond chai latte. It was not. No, it was a it was a it was a race. It was a race where many animals, you know, they try for glory, mm-hmm. but they usually get death. And that's a lot like comedians. And it's well, it is actually. It is. Uh, yeah. Horses, comedians, soybeans. It's uh, it's kind of get, yeah ties into that unified. Um, Field theory, which you may have heard about, mm-hmm. and uh, transcendental meditation and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. On that note, I've heard you're a little bit of a David Lynch fan, if I'm not mistaken, or possibly hater, but you're definitely aware of his work. You've made that known. I'm a filthy casual when it comes to David Lynch. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a filthy casual, but yeah. still. So you'll, you'll take a peek at some, at some twins and... Yeah. You'll um some David Lynch toys. Get lost on the highway and take a sure drive on Mulholland every now and then. Sure, watch for Cleveland show. Oh yeah, Cleveland show. Some of his best work there. Some of his best as work the, was the voicing as the, the bartender. The bartender of the Cleveland show. Well, uh, I, I have a Christmas present for you. Oh wow! Um, so I don't know if you know this, but David Lynch. He has his own signature brand of coffee. And uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. 
No, it's just called David Lynch Signature Coffee. Oh, Heineken. Uh, fuck that shit. Yeah, um, no, nah, fuck that shit. No, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue, Blue Ribbon, Coffin. baby. Pabst Blue Coffin. So, uh... Blue I, Velvet Cake. Uh... I, I I couldn't afford the, I couldn't afford the David Lynch signature coffee, so oh. I just got you some Makona. Um, this is not a promotion for Makona. This is neither a promotion nor a nor am I disparaging Makona. I'm not for or against it, but we, we got you some in lieu of the David Lynch. So your Christmas gift to me was to give me David Lynch coffee. Yeah. But instead, it was Makona coffee. I wasn't even aware that I was going to get a gift today. No, of no, David well, Lynch it's a coffee. surprise, you know. You could have just gotten, not said any of that lead up and just said, here is some Makona coffee. And now I know what could have been. Well, it gets even worse because you, you notice how the seal's already broken. Yeah, I, I, I see uh, it. I drank... I drank all the Makona this morning, 48 cups of coffee, and I replaced it with Cole's Home Brand. But it's a nice-looking jar, I think. It tells people that you can afford to spend an extra $5 on instant coffee. So you're telling me not only did you plan on buying me David Lynch coffee. Yeah, that was the original plan. You instead got me a Makona coffee. That you had to replace with Cole's home brand coffee. Well, it was too tempting having that in the house, you know. I wasn't aware of any of this. You could have just given me a Cole's home brand coffee and that would have been a nice enough gift. I wasn't expecting any sort of gift. Well, I, I hope you appreciate it, you know. Well, now I, know, I don't know if I do appreciate it. I mean, you bought a gift for me that was intended to be something else, but then it was a lower quality thing and then... It became even lower quality because you, you you had to replace it with something. Well, David, I don't know if you thought this through. It's the thought that counts. And obviously I put a lot of thought into it. I didn't just think, oh, I'll get you some David Lynch coffee and then got, got that coffee, you know. It was, I had to go through, there was a lot of mental gymnastics. Oh, the mental gymnastics that count. Sure, yeah. At Christmas time. There was three different thoughts. Yeah, exactly. It's the thought the, that counts, it's not the, the three different thoughts. So it's not the trio of thoughts that count. No, oh. it's the qu quality of thoughts, not the quantity of thoughts. Quality of thought. That maybe that could be the uh, the name of your next podcast when you're done with the Destroyers comedy. Ross Purdy, quality of thought. What do you think? I mean, the end of this podcast. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming, man. <laughs> It's the quality of the podcast, not the quantity of the podcasts. I've got to tell you, previous guest um, Jesse Nio gave me a cherry pie, a slice of cherry pie on the air. Oh, that's was it? Damn good cherry pie. It was it was, it was damn good cherry pie. And let me tell you something. She didn't come on the show and say, you know what? <laughs> I was thinking of getting you apple pie. Oh, so she didn't go through a whole rigmarole with you. No, okay. straight to the point. Just super quality thought. Here's a cherry pie. And how is the cherry pie? I've never had cherry pie. I it was good. I've never seen it in Australia or elsewhere because I've never left Australia. So Yeah, mm. looks so good. Made a damn grown man cry. Well, look, you don't, you're obviously a little, a little upset. Sweet cherry pie. 
uh, yeah, it does look so good to make a damn name. Yeah. Make, look, damn so Sam. What am, I Sam damn. To, what am I supposed to do? Have this. That's that's for the podcast guests now. Like they can, you can tell them, hey, try this Makona and they'll be too polite to say this doesn't taste like Makona. I don't know if you've been aware of some of the guests I've had on this show. Uh, the ones I've, had, I've seen were all very polite and pleasant and um well, those are earnest, the ones very earnest. Those are the ones that were released. Oh, I see. I see. I had a guest walk out after thirty-five minutes. Really? Yep. But and in in anger, in tears, in fits of laughter, or definitely more the first one. Mm. So they weren't happy. They weren't happy. I don't know why. There's so many things to be happy about, you know. <laughs> completely ir- like irrespective of the podcast there's just too many things to be happy about to mm-hmm. be angry these days mm-hmm. uh you see in the background there you see in the background there that's out. can i see in the background yeah can you see the behind that behind those bushes i can see something behind those yeah bushes. It's, uh, it's our producer jim reaper oh jim yeah <laughs> Is he uh, is he holding down the fort back there? What is he doing back there? Well, he read up on Harvey Weinstein, and he only got up to the part that said he hid behind pot plants. <sighs> he stopped reading mid sentence of the part that described what he was doing no, behind the no, pot no. plants. Not a good, not a good place to stop reading. There's a lot of context <laughs> missing there. Yes. Oh. So now he thinks all the high profile producers need to be behind pot plants. It's not the case, Jim. It's not the case. It's not, it's not the case, Jim. It's and you don't case. want to follow in Harvey's footsteps. No. Or his jizz steps. No. No. A bit of a sticky situation there. It is a sticky situation. Well, speaking of sticky situations, mm-hmm. I, uh, I I got you another gift. Real? Okay. This one. Okay. It's a bit of a dud, this one. Oh, okay. Um, well, well uh, but drum roll, everyone. <clears throat> it's a grapefruit. I think that's an orange. No, no, that's a grapefruit. Um, that's a ruby red grapefruit. Look at the sticker. It says grapefruit. I'll show it to the. Okay, I'll, I'll point it to the camera. Because uh, it seems like nobody likes grapefruits. Have you ever met anybody who likes grapefruit? I'm sure someone likes grapefruit. People buy it. I mean, it's there, it's for sale, but everyone I've spoken to doesn't like grapefruit, but I thought. It, so in my mind, it was kind of an an anti-fruit and an alternative fruit. And I thought, what better place? What better? Who would like grapefruit? Ross Purdy. I like oranges. It's not I like orange. apples and oranges. It's not an orange. It doesn't taste like orange. <laughs> but it's it just apple. sort of looks like one. It's not an apple either. Is that... Is that an apple? Uh, yes, it's a Mac. Fancy, fancy. <clears throat> I'm just, you know, I'm just on the uh, the Samsung tablet here. Anti-comedy is dead, and why is that your fault? Uh, because I didn't come to the last anti-comedy show ever on Earth in... Mm. I missed it, and then the next thing I know, hey, we're not coming back. But you know what? And it's because I didn't go. You know, you know what happened was what did happen actually. Dave Chappelle came in. 
Was he there on that night? Yeah, he did a two-hour drop-in. And? And he wasn't going to leave the stage. Oh, okay. At all. So the, the audience had long gone and he was long still gone going. And he was like, he was, a man, he was still trying to condescend to an imaginary audience about how much money he had. Yep. And so the Mate. owners of the tote were like, this is what anti-comedy half wrought. This is what it's become. So we had to cut it. We had no to cut more. the head off. No more. Cut the, said. Yeah, cut the head off the zombie, it dies. Well, that seems a little unfair. Dave Chappelle is not representative of, of the anti-comedy scene, particularly in Melbourne. He's I mean, he's, I guess, anti-comedy in that, like, you know, uh, he hasn't been funny for a while. In that sense. But, uh, we like comedy. We don't like self-righteous <laughs> lectures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I got your note too here about not using any racial slurs on air, which it's good that I read that because I was originally planning to use all of them. Well, we don't want another Mark Oshka situation on our hands. What happened with uh, Mark Oshka? Oh, Mark Oshka. What didn't happen with Mark Oshka? What wasn't said when Mark Oshka was on the air? So it'd be quicker to just go through what he didn't say. Yeah, Is that right? pretty much. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But you're okay with ableist slurs, homophobic slurs? Oh, absolutely. Because you did specify racial. So. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Sure. Well, that, they're not really my cup of tea, so. Well, there you go. I won't get into them. Well, here. no, Dave Chappelle, he's now making fun of disabled people. Oh, is he? He loves punching down. Ah, you see, but no topic is off limits for a man like Chappelle. If you have enough money, no topic is off limits. Yeah, exactly. If you have enough money and you don't have to worry about what other people think of you, no topic is off limits. And then Ricky Gervais came. <laughs> Gervais, Gervais. I did see his uh, his new... Um, what was it called? A, uh, a Palmageddon? His new stand-up stand up mm -hmm. special. Yeah, he, uh, what he did was he came at the end when Dave Chappelle was took taken off the stage. Oh, what? He was an anti as well? Yeah. Oh, God. All the big hitters. All the big hitters. And he wasn't doing like a David Brent type character. Oh, well, technically David Brent is doing a Ricky Gervais character. That's true. That's, that's a good way to put it. See, um, when I first started doing comedy, because my name's David, mm. uh, some people confused me for Dave Chappelle. They were like, oh, Ooh. Dave. Oh. And they were, but that was back when he was still, you know, Chappelle show and I'm Rick James, bitch, and all the, all the greats, all the, all the comedy classics. And he was, you know, on Crank Yankers and stuff like that too. <clears throat> and then you were offered about how much money and then you went away to Africa? Uh, $45,000 $45, and I'll do anything for $45,000. Wow, anything? Anything at all. Really? Even host for Golden Globes? Yep, I'll do it. And I'll, um, I'll make a mockery of the whole thing, of the whole situation. Let me tell you something. Recently, we had the, the Golden Glows were on. You heard of this Joe Coy? This what? Joe Coy. No, I haven't heard of Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Joe Coy? Joe Coy, right? <laughs> it was host, uh, Golden Globes hosted by a guy named Joe, Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. 
and what? not Joe King. Oh, Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Yes, yes. A- interesting I- thing about this, <laughs> just Joe Coy. Well, tell me about Joe. Well, Joe Coy, he got the gig ten days ago. He got the okay. He only knew he got the gig ten days before he was supposed to host for Golden Globes. All right, all right. And boy. I wish there was a little less Joe Coy and a little more Joe King. Oh. <laughs> he was no good. Oh. He was no good, that mo- well, motherfucking Joe Coy. Well, it's, you know, did, did you know Joe King is um, Stephen King's son? Uh. His name is actually Joe King, but he's changed it to Joe Hill. Ooh. Yeah. And he was the inspiration for the child gangbang scene. It he was, he was. You know, people say, "Oh, look at what Stephen King. He was writing this crazy stuff when he was all coked up." But the ultimate crazy writing was naming his son Joe King. It's the ultimate scare. It is. Uh, you a fan of uh, Ben Ten? What would it have been like if Ben 10 hosted the Golden Globes? Oh, jeez. Um. Days ago, you want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. Joe Quinn got the 2024 Golden Globes off to a bumpy start. Going he got it off to a bumpy script. start. Some of his jokes were met with not-so-enthusiastic reactions. The night host aimed zingers at the year's biggest TV shows and films, including Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer answered a lifelong question that's been <laughs> on my mind for years. Yes, scientists do get late. He then brought oh. Barbie in. Now, wasn't that a good enough joke for the Hollywood elite? Well, yeah, but I, I didn't expect that from Ben 10 or Joe Coy. No, mm. no. I think maybe it would have been more palatable if Ben 10 did do the joke. I think so. I think so. But um, what Ben 10 does is pretty much science. I think so, yeah. And he gets late, mad late all the time, man. If he's not a scientist, I don't know who is. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was a scientist. Mm-hmm. So apparently I've got to see this Oppenheimer movie. It's like a, it sounds like just a two-hour bang fest where Oppenheimer's just... Um, just banging. Just banging. Just banging and, and then, getting blown and getting banged. Yeah, then the uh, extra hour after that is just Oppenheimer. It's wang wang. Oh, I made the bomb. Wah, wah. Give me my security clearance. Wah. Gee, I thought he'd be happy about making a bomb. <laughs> you know. Apparently not. Think of all the power you have there. You just the power to destroy. Now, do you want a power? Do I want a power? ...to the conversation and had this to say. Oppenheimer is based on a 721-page... Pulitzer Prize winning book about the Manhattan Project. Mm -hmm. And Barbie is on a plastic doll with big boobies. Mm. It's interesting. Uh, Oh, I I just got that. (laughs) Barbie herself is a scientist. That's one of her roles. It is one of her many roles. Barbie. She wears many hats. She's the original has it all. You know, she she has it all. She's the um, jack of all trades or the Jill of all trades. The Jill of all trades. Barbie. And Ken's nothing. Ken is a... 
I mean, little bitch. He is a little. I don't like to use this word, and I'm. Uh, but he's a he's a he's a cuck. He is. He is a bit of a cuck. He is. He is a bit of a cuck. I hate to say it, but Kenny boy, get your affairs in order. Stop letting him have affairs. You cuck. Yeah, you. Yeah. He probably likes it like that. Yeah, he watches it the whole he's time. He's watching from a peephole. He's watching it from a peephole. Now, that's an alternative version of a curse. <laughs> We've all been watching that. Uh, I haven't. Uh, Nathan Fielder pretty much plays a cuck. Oh, wait, the curse, the curse. I watched the first one and then I... um. You tapped out. Uh, no, I forgot to keep watching. It's been eight episodes since. <laughs> okay. And boy, the twists and turns it's taken. And it's this This is a bit of di- different for Nathan Fielder. It's it's all like fictional, right? It's all pretty... It's all fictional. Don't ruin it for me, though. It's all fictional, unlike his other shows, that are like maybe 40, 50% fictional? Semi-fictional. Uh, yeah. Quasi-fictional. quasi Oh, yeah. Um, I've been, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, my teeth look terrible and my breath's really bad, but (laughs) I'm on a new health kick. I don't brush my teeth anymore. I just brush the lips. Oh, okay. And you can, can you hear that? No. No. Can you hear this? I watched Barbie. I loved it. I really did love it. Um, I don't want you guys to think that I'm a creep, but it was kind of weird being attracted to a plastic doll. Just something about your eyes, Ryan. After the audience's response. See, he was attracted to the guy. It's okay. He did the, um, he did the old switcheroo there, the old flip-flop topsy-turvy. You think he's he's objectifying a woman, but he's objectifying a man and that's fine. You think he's objectifying an object. Yes. And then he's objectifying a human being. Yes. Hmm. Ryan Gosling. Ryan, yeah. Ryan Gosling, not not an actual... He's a goose, Ryan Gosling. He's a bit of a goose. Goose. Gooseling. Goose. He's not a little baby goose. He's not a gooseling. No, he's an adult goose, but it's one of these things, you know, like you, you, you're stuck with the name you're born with. and Unless you legally change it, which you can, it's possible. Well, you, yeah, you can. Well, this is something, um, you know, you inspired me to use my real name in comedy, but then I find out that it's not really your real name, Ross Purdy. There's like other names in there, but we won't go into that. We won't go into that. I don't, I'm not here to expose the truth. No, no, who was on a podcast who exposed the truth? Who? Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Yeah, Cat Williams for sure. Do you think he will give him the Golden Globes hosting gig? I think they're kind of obliged to now. He's He's got them. He's holding them hostage. He's holding the world hostage right now. So it's three options for 2025 Golden Globes. Ben 10. Ben 10. David, you, David Fenwick. Me. Cat, Cat Williams. Williams. Cat Williams. I'm going to vote for Cat. You know, I'd love to do it, but I think Cat's Cat's the man for the job here. Now, 
I'm just worried our Cat Williams is going to tell too much of the truth. Oh, but... I mean, is there such a thing? Yes. In this industry, definitely. Right. Well, I think the Bible probably has too much truth for most people to handle. The Holy Bible. What was that? That's the sound of the audience reacting to Cat Williams telling too much of the truth. Oh, a little perturbed. They sound. Hey, you gonna speak up, cat? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, have you ever been? Again, this is another. This is another term I don't like to use. But have you ever been friends? Hey, you gonna speak up, cat? David. That could be you. That could be me. Come on, David. What do you mean, come on, David? You could be hosting the Golden Glows and you can tell too much of the truth. Oh, but I don't... I wouldn't do that, though, if I was hosting. So you'll just lie. I'd be like, um... Yeah, yeah, best, uh... Best, uh, the award for, like, the best actor goes to... Ryan Gosling. Right, the goose! He's back. The goose himself! He's back. Well, this is about being friend-zoned. I was just wondering if you've ever been friend-zoned by, um, like, a friend. Cat Williams? By Cat Williams. <laughs> Definitely been friend-zoned by Cat Williams. Been friend-zoned by, um... I was friend-zoned by the guy that plays Bobo in Fat Pizza. If you remember him, John, um, Johnny Boxer, Johnny Boxer. <clears throat> yeah. I tried to be his friend one night when I encountered him on the street mm. and he is very much like his TV character. He's like, fuck off. And I can, I can buy that. Yeah. Considering I don't think Paul Finnick hires any actors. No, I don't know where he gets these people from. He gets them from the real Australia. Yeah. Paul Fennick fights for the real Aussie battler. He does. He does. He, he shines a light on the real Australia. He does. And he's another another guy who's not afraid, you know. He's not afraid to uh, go against the grain of all this, like, modern SJW type. Uh, Paul Fennick. <laughs> you know, some people actually think my surname's pronounced Fennick. Really? There's a W in there, though. I know, and they think the W's silent. Two people have thought that. Two people have said David Fennick, and I'm like, yeah, I wish I was Paul's son. <laughs> I wish I was Paul's son, too. Well, Paulson. Well, in Paulson. Paulson. In a way, we're all Paulson. Paulson. We are the son of Paulson. The son of Paul. We're all uh, in a way. If you grew up in the early two thousands and watched SBS Monday nights, we were all Paulson. <laughs> we were all Paulson. Yeah. 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 I'd always tune in for South Park and whatever show was on afterwards. I'd I'd always give it a shot. You know. Yeah. Usually pizza. Usually pizza. Like maybe eight eight times out of ten, it was pizza. I'd say nine times out of ten. Yeah. Remember Eon Flux or Aeon Flux? That came on there for a while. 
dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Um, but what I was what I was uh, saying is that um, I was recently pet zoned. Oh, so, yeah. I was I was um, trying to trying to win the affections of this of this lady, and she's like, I see you more as as a dog than mm. than a human. And um, I said, that's cool. You know, I'll I'm I'm cool with that. We can be you can. Bark, bark, and roof, 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 meow. You know what I'm saying? Meow, meow. Uh, see now you you blown your cover. Have I blown my cover? Mm. Blown my cover. Oh. Mm. Well, I was pet zoned by a guy once. Oh yeah. Yeah, he told me yeah. he saw me more as a penthouse pet. Oh, but that's nice. That's like a compliment. You think? You would. Well, think. it really depends. Yeah, because I value myself based on my um, how attractive I am to others. Hmm. But I think, what you walk a higher path. Yeah. You wouldn't pay me for that. I wouldn't. You wouldn't pay me for that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But that guy would have. To get my tits out. Yeah. Look, no one needs to pay me to get my tits out. I can get my tits out right now on this podcast. You get your tits out on your own time. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Look at those. Look at that. That was nice. That is nice. How many hits have we gotten, Jim? Jim? How's my OnlyFans looking? I don't have an OnlyFans. It's your job to make sure I have an OnlyFans. You really dropped the ball here, Jim. Jim really dropped. I'm trying to drop my balls. <laughs> and he oh, dropped hey, the ball, hey. you know? <laughs> and your balls have dropped now. Yeah, now I'm... So that too late for OnlyFans, really. You know? Mm. I need him to upload picture of my load, you know what I mean? Like... I hear you. And that's OnlyFans. We should start our own OnlyFans, like not an OnlyFans page, but our own version of OnlyFans, the, the website. Yes. Mm. OnlyFans and everyone else. I, I was going to say only haters. Oh, uh, so we just get people to throw uh, insults at us the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of like, you should KYS and um, go back to where you came from. Mm. I always like... My mother's womb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I found out recently my father, you know, I mentioned earlier my mother's partner is not my father, mm. but I found out recently my father and mother, my mother is having an affair with my father. Isn't that nice? It is. It is. It's know? nice. Isn't it? It's like a parent trap. It is like a parent trap. Yeah, but I had nothing to do with it. They is all behind my back. They parent trapped themselves. Exactly, parent entrapment. Mm. Did Jim just move? A little bit. I think he moved a little bit. Right. Did he have anything? Did he have anything to say? Jim's a quiet man, aren't you, Jim? Hey, Jimmy. Jim says, yes, he's quiet. 
Oh, you can hear Jim. Oh, you've got Jim in your feed. I don't. Yeah, I don't have Jim. Yeah, I got I got an earpiece mm. underneath these headphones. So you didn't get me a Christmas present. I didn't think we were. I was going to give you well, this Golden Globes hosting opportunity. True, that's a pretty good present. Well, I was going to say, can I keep these headphones? Because I was hoping to get headphones for Christmas, See, and I didn't didn't get any. These belong to the studio. <sighs> They probably don't even have Bluetooth anyway, do they? They do not have Bluetooth. Well, there you go. It's useless to me anyway, so thanks. They have Red Jaw. Oh, Red Jaw? Red Jaw. I haven't heard about Red Jaw. Red Jaw is a lot like Bluetooth. But it takes it to the next level. It's a whole... Four different levels. Yeah. It's a multiple... It's a multi-bone structure. Multis. Multis. As opposed to just a singular tooth. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 And that's really the next level of... uh, internet connectivity networks data transfer yes mm. data is transfer uh, and that's the type of computer system that plays my comedy shows yeah that's what i have to watch your comedy shows on are you going to uh, eat some macona uh this is colsvo shh macona is this is this one? Is this the podcast now? We're just trying out. I think food? we should. What you know? We sh- we should do like a um, comedians in a studio smelling coffee and grapefruits. That's a. Solid, that's a solid grapefruit. Oh. Oh. Yeah, this is um, indulgence. Yeah, because you can indulge, like it's self-indulgent. It's self-indulgent. Self-indulgent. Um. What if we to sprinkle a little grapefruit inside of the... Cole's home brand coffee. Oh, a little juice? Just a little juice. Uh, do you have a knife? Not didn't, I do not have a knife. I don't have one either. I'm not allowed near sharp objects anymore. Yeah, me neither. Ah, mm. uh, well, I guess it'll just have to remain whole. Mm-hmm. Listeners... Listeners, uh, <laughs> go up on online. Go to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy on Facebook or Ross Purdy Will Destroy Comedy on Instagram. Tell us if this is a grapefruit. A great, a grapefruit and a grapefruit. A grapefruit and a grapefruit. A grapefruit. Did you, uh, do you have any like coffee mugs for your co- for coffee later? For yourself, not 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 for us now. I just you know. I got a coffee mugs, sure. Oh, good. And are any of them like novelty, like comedy funny mugs? Yeah, one says, um, "My other asshole's a coffee filter." <laughs> See, that's almost too funny. You don't want your coffee mugs to be too funny because you'd be forever spitting out your coffee. Yeah, that has been a huge problem. Looking at this. You know, uh, there's coffee stains all over this 
desk. Now then there's a female version that says female squirt isn't pee, it's coffee. <laughs> but that's just true. That's just the truth, though. That's not. How's, why is it so clear, though? Yeah, why is it so clear? Why is it so ladies? clear? Ladies. Maybe that's the type of <laughs> joke you should bring to the Golden Globes. Why, if it's not, if it's pee, why, if it's coffee, why is it so clear? Exactly. Hey, if a female squirt is coffee, why is it so dang clear? Why is it, yeah, why is it like transparent? What, translucent? A, I tell you, that's a pretty weak coffee. I could, that'd be a good tag. Yeah. Mm. Pretty weak coffee. Squirt coffee like a girl. Squirt coffee like uh, Oppenheimer. That guy squirted coffee for two hours of a film. He was squirting left, right, and center. Yeah. People don't know that Oppenheimer had a vagina. No, Oppenheimer had a vagina. It's the old school yep. schoolyard rhyme. I mean, oh, man. Everyone focuses on the, the bombing made. Yeah. Everyone's forgetting about the trans representation. The trans representation. It was completely overlooked. Clearly overlooked. Hollywood, once again. Hollywood does it again. White washing history. White penis washing history. Penis washing squirting all over history. He squirted all over Hiroshima. <laughs> um, you'll have to cut that, I think. You kidding me? We're going <laughs> to cut that out, put it in a reel, send it to the Golden Globes, and we're going to host that next year together. Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. I like the sound of You know, of like that. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, yeah. But with more female body fluid jokes. Well, I want to be Amy Poehler. Okay. I'll be Tina Fey. All right. I don't like strippers. Um, I don't bloody well like them. Is that what she says? Fairy rock, eh? I wish I should have gone with Tina Fey because I don't, I can't, I'm struggling to remember any Amy Poehler. Oh, I was I'm Amy Poehler and I make poles for a living. It's not what she sounds like. I'm Amy Poehler and I make poles for a living. Yeah, that sounds that's more it, like it. Okay, it. Yeah. you hit it. Yeah. I'm Tina Fey. I'm Tina Fey. That's a perfect Tina. Yeah, I always... <laughs> Your Tina is so good. I was complimented on my Tina Fey. You know where I come from, uh, Newcastle? Mm. They have a festival called the Tina Festival. And it's all about Tina Fey. It was originally all in service of Tina Fey, but... Nowadays, it stand, it's, a, it's an acronym and it stands for This Is Not Art Festival. And it still is about Tina Fey. And it's still about Tina Fey. And it's all about the new Mean Girls musical. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's, it's a festival been going for 40 years in lead up to the, to the mean, Gu mean Girls way before, musical sequel, whatever, the, whatever it is. Way before even just the original Mean Girls. Well, yeah. I mean, they knew it was coming. Like, they, they knew, were, they they knew were, there was going to be a movie coming. And then 20 or so years later, a musical of it was going to come out. Exactly. It's all, there's a lot of Hollywood insiders in Newcastle. It's all Nostradamus. Exactly. Nostradamus, mm -hmm. uh, the Novocastrians of mm. Nost Nostradamus. 
<laughs> he predicted all this. He did. He predicted everything. He did. Uh, hey, uh, this this bottle deposit scheme is pretty cool. Have you heard about this? Have you been collecting trash and selling it for 10 cents a piece back to the government? Uh, I've been trying to sell my trash online for a long while now. Oh. And no one buying. On Gumtree. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, it's pretty much the best kept secret for struggling artists. If you want to make a little bit of cash on the side now, you can go out there, you can collect recyclable trash, and you can take it to like a depot, mm -hmm. and they give you 10 cents for every bottle or can that you give them. Eh. Yeah. I can't believe that. I know, I know, like, but uh, again, edit this bit out because we don't want everyone knowing about this. Right. This, this is the just part, between me and you. This is the part I will edit out. Yeah. Definitely edit this not, part Not that stuff about Oppenheimer before. Not about Oppenheimer and no. Hiroshima and Dave Chappelle. No, none of that, none of that stuff. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you have to make money. Yeah. You have to make money to live, especially to live here in fabulous downtown New York City. Which is where we're recording from. Yeah. I mean... We're recording from the Comedy Cellar. The Comedy Cellar, oh, yeah. Comedy um, Cellar, Comedy Store. Uh, where all the greats have... Well, the Comedy Store is in LA. Comedy Store's in Sydney. Oh, I love you. You make it me is proud actually. tonight. You know? No, this is about you. I had, I had to drop my Halkita at the end. <laughs> Did you hear me say that? I had to say it. So, I want everybody to know. I'm like, I'm going to still drop some Filipino in this in this night tonight. This is Jared Coy after he's monologue. And I want the world to Google it. Like, Google that. And not for nothing, big night for AAPI, right? Come on, all day. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's not just one. It's it's like for all of us. Real quick. Is, is he a comedian, Joe Coy? Joe Coy is a comedian. Right. And he wouldn't think so. No. I thought he was maybe like a UFC guy or something. Well, he has terrible delivery yeah. and timing. It's really bad and pretty weak material, but, you know, who am I to? And that's why we need to host the Golden Globes next year. <laughs> and so. that's my Christmas gift to you. Well, thank you. I look forward to that. So was that 2025? Yeah, we've got a whole year to come up with some primo material. What movies are coming out this year that we can, like, real just uh, make um, tasteless jokes about? Saltburned is came out. Saltburn. Uh, let me tell you something that tastes like salt. Pepper. No. Pepper. Pepper. I, was, I would call that movie Pepper Freeze. I saw it um, a couple of weeks ago. Everyone loves it. I didn't love it. What is it about? It's about... A guy who, I don't know, it's it's very much about like um, upper class British society, rich people in the mm -hmm. UK set in like the 60s, I think. And this guy comes in and does like a talented Mr. Ripley on him. And I don't want to say too much because uh, <sighs> don't watch it, those. But then they spoiler alert, don't watch Saltburn. Okay, so this is the 60s. In a movie, yeah. So... They buy a motorcycle. But they don't seem to be aware of the Beatles. They buy two motorcycles and they start riding all around America. Yeah. And just 
drop a bunch of acid. They do a lot of acid. And then Jack they, Nicholson um, is there. Jack Nicholson's there and um, Dennis Hopper, I think. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper says to Jack Nicholson, um, take, a, take a puff of this, man. And Jack Nicholson thinks it's like a pre-rolled cigarette and he says, oh, no, no, I got my own store boards in my pocket. And then... <laughs> Turned out to be Pabst Blue Ribbon. Wait, exactly. <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon. And he's, and he, Dennis Hopper's like, oh, fuck anything that moves. And then he fucks Jack Nicholson. Because mm. Jack Nicholson was moving. Mm-hmm. Beats him up a bit. Mm. And then gives him little kisses to make it better. But that's Saltburn. That, that is Saltburn. David, you got anything to plug? I wish I had something to plug, you know. Um, I, I'm not doing anything. I'm not saying anything. I have nothing to say, nothing. I'm surprised that you invited me here because I'm basically a void. You won't be next year. No, I'll be the Golden Globe. Oh, I guess we could plug that. Golden Globes 2025. You'll be the next Golden Globes pariah. Exactly, exactly. I'll be... Uh, ostracized from Hollywood. Yeah. And I'll just be a, a dang ostrich. Oh. Well, you, you do have the pink flamingo. John Waters. John Waters. Let's wrap this thing together. Let's get you to <laughs> bite into a piece of dog turd. Oh, jo that John Waters. Yeah. There's two John Waters. Yeah, the Australian actor. The Australian actor. And the guy who directed the film where the drag queen the ate pink, the dog turd. Exactly. I like that movie. Look, uh, <laughs> if a drag queen bit into a dog turd in front of a kid, that'll be fine. Just don't read in Just front of Just don't them. read. Don't read a freaking book. Don't okay? read we a told book. You, we told you to stay away from the books. Stay away from the books. That was stipulated when we said, okay, okay, you know, trans people are people and they exist, but doesn't mean they can read books. Just don't. No in front one of kids. They can read in their private time. That's no, fine. No one should read books, David. Though. Well, that's that. That's part of a bigger issue. That bigger it is, issue. It's part of a bigger issue that no one should be reading to children. No one should be reading to adults. Or to themselves. No. Mm. Just think of all that reading. The Unless it's reading is done. not books anyway. You can read tweets. That's about it. Oh, sure. You can keep doom scrolling if you want. Doom scroll. And that's what we want to see more of is um, transgender people, drag queens, in fact, um, doom scrolling, doom scrolling the kids. in front of kids. <laughs> yes. Needs to be more of that. I think we saved the world. Uh, David, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Ross. Everyone here has been really nice. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Jim, are you still? Jim's asleep. Uh, wake up. Wake up, Jim. The podcast is ending. Wake up, Jim. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty good song to end a podcast on. It's not bad. Can I remix it? Yeah, please do. Please do. Is that the remix? To ignition, that, yes. Or the re reflux to ignition. Yes. Both! <laughs>